that's sometimes the way of it. Um, think, thinking about the message um, today, really taking a look at our um, our use of our relationships. You know, it's it's not the relationship itself. There's nothing wrong with. Uh, uh, you know, two people sharing time and space together, uh, especially if they're learning together and they're, you know, learning the same thing. But as we know, that is not necessary. It only takes one to really want to learn um, and to learn another way of being in relationship. Uh, a way of being in relationship without needs, being in a relationship out of uh, uh, completion, uh, having uh, no needs to uh, demand of the other person um, to fulfill or to help us maintain our ego. You know, I'm not talking about needs that we share when we're living together and paying the bills, but I'm talking about the, the neediness uh, that the ego brings to every relationship that it's in. And that is, you know, one way or the other, um, I need to use you to support my sense of myself, my constructed sense of myself. The, the self-concept that I have made of myself, um, which Jesus calls shabby. <laughs> it's, it's a shabby relationship <laughs> when we bring our needs to it and then we exchange needs you know, back and forth and the relationship is good when I'm getting my needs met and it's not good uh, when I'm not getting my needs met. So it can be a special love relationship, but as Jesus points out, really they're all hate relationships because in, if, as long as I believe I'm a body and my brother is a body and that what a completion is, is bringing together two bodies, we are missing point of A Course in Miracles, in which um, he's, he's warned us <laughs> in this uh, very chapter that we're going to look at, already warned us um, on this side of the bridge to timelessness, you understand nothing. So obviously that means that I don't know myself and I don't know my brother. I'm, I'm uh, ex exchanging <laughs> needs in the dream because I believe that I'm a body. And so he really wants us to understand here that we don't understand anything 
about our relationships. And that anything I think I want to come of a relationship, oh, I want it to be, you know, this where we, you know, share athletics together, or I want it to be, you know, we play tennis together, or, you know, whatever we have in our mind, or, you know, where we have uh, deep talks and look into one another's soul, you know, those are all ideas that the ego has of, of uh, what, would, what would make it happy, you know, and, it, you know, it tries to get the respect that it needs because it doesn't know what it is. It tries to get approval, acceptance. Um, you, you know, we all know the drill, on and on and on. And sometimes we don't even know that we have a need and all of a sudden we didn't get something that we want. <laughs> and it must have been, you know, it, it was there all the time. You know, we're carrying all these imagined needs. Jesus calls it in this chapter, he calls it fantasies. Uh, two bodies can, that believe their bodies can only have a fantasy of what a relationship is. And so this is uh, something <laughs> we're going to take a look at because we have to see what we're doing. We have to see that the relationships, even the ones that we think are good, we have to really take a look and see if it's not that they're good because um, they're shoring up our ego. They're shoring up, you know, supporting our egoic uh, identity and and we have to look and see what we are believing for our brother i i was i was thinking um just just before i came out i was i was looking at the um the ideal of a relationship which would be um our needs have been, you know, we recognize completion. <laughs> In other words, we're learning from the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit is teaching us um, what completion really is. So the ego's version of, of completeness is a relationship with bodies in which you get your needs met. I get my needs met. We get our needs met. That's the ego's version of completion. And we can vacillate wildly within the same relationship as we know. You know, one minute it's wonderful, it's filling our needs, and the next time that is not filling our needs, you know, it's turned into a hate relationship. And over time we start to have a scorecard and there's, you know, this many where it's good and this percent. And then we decide if we want to stay together or not. And uh, <laughs> Uh, and it's the courses, or Jesus says, oh, then get another one. Just, just go get another one. There's plenty of them out there. <laughs> and you can do the same thing. We can, you know, find somebody that, you know, seems to fit our needs uh, 
and uh, it's just all wonderful. And then, um, and then start over again. So I don't know about you, but I suspect <laughs> at least most of you have done this a few times. <laughs> Raise your hand if you have never done this. <laughs> never done this. <laughs> yeah, right, right. And, you know, usually we get to a point where it's like, I don't want to do this anymore. And that's kind of where Helen and Bill had come. They didn't want to do that anymore. You know, they wanted another way. And presumably every one of us sitting here uh, wants another way as well. And I was thinking of the ideal, what it would be, what would be ideal, you know, what would be um, a relationship in which, and, and this can be any form of relationship at all. <laughs> uh, it doesn't have to be a special love, uh, 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 a, um, say a marriage or it doesn't have to be deeply intimate it's really any encounter any relationship anywhere and and wouldn't it be nice to know that my brother will take care of the mistakes that i miss that he sees i was having this conversation the other day um, with tim and i was thinking you know, if I, if I see limitation in my brother, where can it be coming from but me? <laughs> Wanting to see him as limited some way, as weak or, you know, not getting, getting it, not a not, um, serious learner. Um, you know, it can, in the course realm, it can be, you know, any kind of like limitation that I would see in my my brother well it it doesn't matter i might have that limitation or i might not have that limitation so it's always the advantage is for me say we just did the section on therapy me the therapist with the patient or with the client or me in the relationship uh, that I share as a living situation. It doesn't matter what the relation, the form of the relationship is, but it's the purpose that matters. That's all that matters as far as Jesus is concerned, as far as the course is concerned. So um, when, when we are with one another, you know, there's, we can be aware of one another at the level of the body, and think, you know, that we're having a relationship, or I in, in the relationship, and if, if I'm paying attention, I can recognize whether I'm um, seeing my brother in some limitation, or whether I'm seeing him as uh, my savior, my savior from my aloneness just showed up, you know, my, my savior that's going to teach me that we really, or, or give me the opportunity to learn that we really are, are joined. 
that the Holy Spirit is really here with us. When we were doing a psychotherapy the other day with Tim, uh, which was just a, a wonderful class, um, you know, it was, um, we spoke about the covenant. And he says that, you know, the therapist has a covenant with his, his patient, his client. And I, I've kind of extended that to think that I have a covenant if I remember it, which, you know, I try to remember more and more. As uh, Stephen said the other day, we remember more and more and we forget less and less. You know, so that's, that's the game here. It's, uh, it's um, you know, we're learning to play, uh, you know, play another game instead of exchanging guilt back and forth and projecting needs onto one another, we're playing a different game of how, how can all my relationships be an opportunity for me to heal my mind. So I'm either, I'm either blessing my brother, if I see any limitation at all, I can ask, to see beyond it. I want to see beyond it. I want to learn that this is holy and my brother is holy and our relationship is in our holiness. And that's where we reside. And, and so, you know, that all sounds really nice. <laughs> But to the ego, that's hell. Union is hell. Love is hell. <laughs> Do not go there. <laughs> the special relationship, the special love relationship, especially, especially deceptive because it looks like love and it's not. So, uh, so we can convince ourselves, oh, I found love in the world, you know, and here it is, I'm, I've got it now. So anyway, um, I don't want to lose my train of thought here, but I could. Uh, <laughs> um, so anyway, you know, here we are, we have a different purpose for our uh, relationships, and we're learning to apply what the Course is teaching us. Um, I want to share a couple things that Jesus said. Yeah, I'm on page 344. Paragraph 16. And he's going to use words decision a lot here. Decision, decision, decision. It's all a decision. What do I value? What do I want to be the truth? What do I want a relationship for? Is it a relationship to get my needs met between bodies and uh, or do I have a different purpose for it? What is it for? And he says, um, the decision whether or not to listen to this course, he means his course, the course of, um, 
learning a different thought system, learning uh, to let go of the ego thought system by first recognizing it, how it plays in our life, how it plays in our daily relationship and beginning to recognize, oh, oh, you know, I'm chaining myself from uh, going beyond um, the world and the ego I'm, and I'm chaining my brother to it. <laughs> so I've held him hostage. I'm either doing that or I'm releasing us both to um, learn a different way of, of being in the relationship. And the course is that. So it's a decision whether you want to listen to this course or not and follow it. But the choice is, and he's going to tell us how simple this is, it's simply between truth and illusion. It's, it's, it's not between anything real. It's, it's, it, it has no power to give us anything or take anything away. It simply is a choice between truth and illusion. At uh, uh, paragraph 14, at the top of that paragraph, sentence one, salvation lies in the simple fact that illusions are not fearful because they are not true. So we're talking about the content of the relationship now, not the form. We're talking about the content. So he is moving us in this section out of the identification with the bodies as if two bodies together is really adjoining. And he's saying, no, you're just simply choosing between truth and illusion. Nothing's real here in this sense. So once I see that, that it's simply between truth and illusion, it's, it's going to be a lot easier to choose. It doesn't mean the bodies aren't, it doesn't mean the bodies are going to disappear, but it means this lie that's in the relationship, this lie of self-deception and, 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 and chaining one another to um, our neediness is simply in the way of our, quote, real relationships. Are we have real relationships. It's, it's that this um, uh, veil, if you will, or this idol that I have of, of, of this self-concept idol that I have of this personhood over here and the concept that I project over there to the other one 
neither of those is real. That's what's in the way. And that's what is going to dissolve. But not, but not you, <laughs> you know, not you. <laughs> you will see me and I will see you. <laughs> and that you, the Course calls the great rays <laughs> or the light. The, the, the Holy Spirit is our teacher in this. Make no mistake about it. On this side, we know nothing. And then and then he says, on this side of the bridge to timelessness, the timeless zone. We're going to step out of time. That means we're going to step out of identification with the body. But as you step lightly across it, upheld by timelessness, you are directed straight to the heart of God. No interference. Straight to the heart of God. At its center, and only there, you are safe forever. Because you are complete forever. The way to truth is open. The way to truth is open. It's open. There aren't any closed doors. <laughs> there is no interference. When we step over the line into eternity, there is no interference to our learning, to being taught in a new way. How, how, to, how to see, how to see differently, how, how to see uh, in the light. You know, the light has come. I have forgiven the world. Well, that's, that, that would be the perfect flow of events. I've turned away from what I thought that relationship was, how I was using it, and I choose another purpose. That was the world right there. The world of sin, guilt, and fear was right there in that relationship, and that is where it will be healed. So my choice is for real completion now. In this section on the choice for completion, he gives two different scenarios. The, the ego's choice for completion, again, is the bodies together. In, in, in time, space, in, in the world. So that's the ego's choice for completion. But the Holy Spirit's choice for completion can only occur when we are willing to forgive the world. Completely forgive the world. We can, it's, it's all one thing. It's just, it's one thing. 
It's an illusion. And so there's no hierarchy among the illusions within the illusion. They really are all the same. And so for a moment, we can forgive the world and step over the line into timelessness. And that's where we began the joyful lessons, the absolutely joyful lessons that um, we are, uh, we're not enemies. <laughs> there are no enemies. <laughs> we made it all up. We made the whole thing up. There are no enemies. The enemies start in the mind, right? That's where they begin. War begins in the minds of men and women. <laughs> That's not a gender word. But war begins in the minds of men, and it is in the minds of men that war will end. And until that occurs, we're hanging out in the wrong world. <laughs> yeah. How do we find joy in a joyless place? We realize we're not there. We are in the mind. Life is in the mind and only in the mind. The way to truth is open. Follow it with me. Jesus speaking to us and saying, you know, come on, we can step over the line here and we can choose a different kind of completion. And instead of trying to complete by joining bodies, by being together with other bodies, we again complete with the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit uses our relationships, important point here that I almost skipped. He uses our relationships. He uses the, you know, the opportunity to teach me when I invite him. And I do I do hope and pray to become more attentive <laughs> to the need to do that. And I suspect I speak for, <laughs> for, for many of us here because we don't always recognize um, and we, wa we waste time, that's all. And, and time is to be used for this step, for this moment when we step out of time and into eternity and the Holy Spirit becomes our teacher. So that's the right use of time. And the wrong use of time would be to stay hostage and hold my brothers hostage uh, to, to this body and their body and our limitations and weaknesses and neediness and all of that. Um, all right, so we've established the way to truth is open and uh, we need but have the little willingness to do this. All right, I want to um, stop uh, for a few minutes and um, offer a lesson, and then we'll come back and uh, have some conversation 
um, about, about what we're wanting to learn here. So I'm going to read lesson um, 251. It's on page 420. I am in need of nothing but the truth. I sought for many things and found despair. Now do I seek but one, for in that one is all I need and only what I need. All that I sought before, I needed not, and did not even want. My only need I did not recognize. But now I see that I need only truth. In that, all needs are satisfied. All cravings end. All hopes are finally fulfilled. And dreams are gone. Now have I everything that I could need. Now have I everything that I could want. And now, at last, I find myself at peace. And for that peace, Father, we give thanks. What we denied ourselves, you have restored. And only that is what we really want.
what we find here is true. It's natural. It takes no effort. There's nothing missing. And it's impossible to look at my brother, to look at all of us here, each of us here, and, and not know that this is the truth. Completion is the truth. And we can bring that to all our relationships because it is always there. It's a matter of remembering. And it only takes an instant of remembering. And my remembering improves when I declare what I want. You know, this is what I want. You know, I wake up in the morning and what is this day about? What is it for? Huh. So wouldn't it be nice? Wouldn't it be? <laughs> Um, to experience this completion more and more and to um, be willing to learn it's, 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 the, it's the, the truth of, of, of who we are and what we are. So I want, I want um, just for a moment here, The, the world of starved and thirsty creatures that came to die. <laughs> the dry and dusty world where starved and thirsty creatures came to die is no more in this mind, you know? It's no more in your mind. It's a choice, you know? We can, we can definitely be here and murder our brothers crucify them and act act out our own version of crucifixion <laughs> you know like the only brother at your hands i die look what you did to me you're guilty we can we can play that game if we want but jesus is giving us this alternative that will awaken us from the dream from dreaming. First, we recognize the dream is a dream so that we can turn to the Holy Spirit. If we don't believe it's a dream and we're made, this is made up, this is a hallucination, I'm never upset for the reason I think 
and and turn you know in this other direction uh, nothing can be done maybe we just don't want to leave this place <laughs> <laughs> we don't have to, you know. <laughs> we really don't. I mean, we can go we can go about our business and we can have conversations and we can do everything uh from the awareness that um God goes with me wherever I go. Because God is in my mind, right? But lesson one, uh, one, what is it, 158, I think. Maybe it's 156. Um, what has been given you? You are a mind within a mind, capital M, mind. You're a mind within the mind of God, and you can't, you can't be anywhere else here. Let me, let me read it because uh, I think it fits right here. Now, what, what has been given you? This is, by the way, in, an, in another place, he speaks of, of it as the most beautiful gift that God has given you is the mind. And we're scared to death of it. The ego's whole plan is never get back to the mind where you can choose the Holy Spirit. So our relationships are used for that purpose, to keep us, you know, locked into the world and form, form, locked into the world and form. But here's the truth. What, what do you really have? You have a mind, a beautiful mind. The knowledge that you are a mind in the mind of God and purely a mind sinless forever, wholly unafraid. There's no fear in the whole mind, the indivisible mind, which is love. There aren't pieces and parts. It's one, it's, it's union. Wholly unafraid because you're created out of love. It's given us to know this. Nor have you left your source remaining as you were created. This was given you as knowledge which you cannot lose. It was given as well to every living thing. For by that knowledge only does it live. Interesting, it's the first time I've seen this and read this this way. Does that mean that until I know this, I'm actually not living? That it's given to every living thing and that by that knowledge only does it, it live. And prior to that, it's a, a, a denial of that. You have received all of this. 
no one who walks the world but has received it. And then over on the other side, on, on uh, paragraph seven, it's on two, page 299. Christ's vision has one law. It does not look upon a body and mistake it for the son whom God created. It beholds a light beyond the body, an idea beyond what can be touched, a purity undimmed by errors, pitiful mistakes, and fearful thoughts of guilt from dreams of sin. It sees no separation, and it looks on everyone, on every circumstance, all happenings and all events, without the slightest fading of the light it sees. This can be taught and must be taught by all who would achieve it. So again, how do we learn it? We give it. How do we learn that we already have the light by the willingness to extend it, to see that light in my brother, to see beyond his body? Without the slightest fading of the light it sees, it can be taught and it must be taught. You are the teacher. <laughs> we teach what we want to learn, correct? And that's how we learn that we have it. So it's a, an indirect approach, approach to it. So we don't ever have to fall into that idea that we have to go and get something. We have to achieve something. We have to, you know, climb the mountain and, and get to the top in order to know ourselves, that it's already there. We have the knowledge. We have the knowledge that we are mind in mind and wholly a mind, eternal and free. We have that knowledge and we don't recognize it until we want to learn from the Holy Spirit with his help to extend it to my brother and, and recognize that those miracles are the witness. They are the witnesses to the fact that I'm seeing with the help of the Holy Spirit. Who am I learning from? Again, we, we can't do this ourselves without the help of the Holy Spirit. But we are definitely learning that we are not alone here. <laughs> the beginning of this chapter, if you remember, I'll skip back to um, our chapter that we're in, chapter 16. And he started out, you remember, with empathy. And 
down at the bottom of page three, excuse me, paragraph three. I'm on page 330, by the way, 330. Paragraph three, sentence three. Sentence two. Oh, let's go all the way back. Sentence one. <laughs> your, part, your part is only to remember this. You do not want anything you value to come of a relationship. You meaning the, the ego. You choose neither to hurt nor heal in any way of your own. You neither choose to hurt it nor to heal it from the ego point of view, from limitation. You do not know what healing is. All you have learned from empathy is from the past. And there is nothing from the past that you would share, for there's nothing from the past that you would keep. Step gently aside now and let the healing be done for you. Again, there you are in the relationship with your, your brother and let the healing be done for you. Let healing be, he says. It's already there. You're just not seeing it. It's, it's already healed. It's already whole. You're already joined. Just let it be. Let yourself be. Don't do anything. <laughs> Relax. Step aside. <laughs> and let it be done for you. Let it be done for you. Keep what one thought in mind and do not lose sight of it, however tempted you may be. To judge any situation and then determine your response by your judgments. Focus only on this. I'm not alone. This is what I need to learn. I'm not alone. And I would not intrude the past, my past learning. Everything I learned in all my past relationships. <laughs> and how I learned to protect myself and defend myself and, you know, how I learned to manipulate and control and get what I wanted and you know, all of that out the window. I don't know anything here. Completely, and it's called the tabula rasa, the clean slate. No judgments, I don't know. And I'm glad that I don't know. I have invited him. Oh, so that indicates we must have invited him first. We must have remembered. I have invited him and he is here. I'm traveling with the Holy Spirit these days. Here's my constant companion. He's the one I want to learn from. I need do nothing except not interfere. So in this case, 
our strength <laughs> is that little willingness to choose the Holy Spirit. And what it does is it acknowledges that the real strength is in the Holy Spirit. It's the humility to say the real strength isn't of this body. The real strength is in the mind, and the mind of, of the Holy Spirit is my teacher to teach me what a beautiful mind is because we don't know. <laughs> we, we have just, just kind of peeking through the surface of what this mind can do and is being asked to do and what healing really is. So that we learn what we, what we truly are. You know, that all, all power and glory is, is to God, but, you know, we're never going to learn that that includes us. <laughs> that includes me and, and you and all of us if, if we don't realize that uh, we, we have a job here. And that job is, is what's going to free us. <laughs> and only that. There's a place in the Course where Jesus um, tells us that every moment can be a meaningful encounter with the truth. You know, it, it yeah. If, if, we're, if we're willing to let go of the, the control, um, so shares, thoughts, um, I have a thought and uh, it's about intruding the past upon my guests and like I agree that you shouldn't, you know, live in the past or use it to get pity or use it to control and manipulate. But I also, like, I'm trying to understand, like, I find a lot of times if you can let your past out to other people who may be going through the same things and show them where it's changed you, isn't that still productive or do you see that as a bad thing or 
Hi, yeah. Hi, hi, Scott. Thanks. Hello. Thanks for that question. That's a good question. Um, it all depends. And it's, it's always going to be the same answer here. So um, the, um, it depends on whether you are with the Holy Spirit and your mind is open, yet you, you don't have a position so you can be taught and you can learn and you can use a story, you know, of the past to maybe illuminate an idea that's useful. But if it's only being shared um, in order to reinforce uh, our littleness, uh, our belief in, in you know, suffering and pain and sin, guilt and fear, and if it's being used by the ego, it will be used somehow to separate and to make uh, make yourself special and different. So it's always the same question is who, who is behind it? You know, who is behind the sharing? Um, was my motivation to uh, enroll others in my suffering? Or was it to actually be helpful? And, uh, and if it, if it's, going to be helpful it needs to go all the way like here's here's what ha happened here's how i felt uh here's what i realized and i brought the problem to the holy spirit and the result has been i i feel free of that Thank issue. So it's always not to use, say, a class as a forum for um, uh, talking about our illusions that we still believe in. But when we see an illusion that we believe in, that we know what to do with it and we know how to bring it to the light and we know to expect to see differently. We expect to see our brothers, you know, from a different perspective in a different way. They may not necessarily change at all, but we, we think they've changed <laughs> because we're seeing them differently. Yeah, so I don't know. Does that, uh, does that answer your question? I believe so, yes. Yeah, all right, good, good. Thanks, thanks for the question. Yeah. Emily. Hi, Lynn. Um, Hi. I was wondering if you, um, if you have a story of, um, I'm sure you do, if you could share a story of a time when you experienced that change where you saw, um, oh, this is already done. What I'm seeing is not here. It would be nice to hear um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. a story like that. <laughs> well, yes, yes. Um, this morning, <laughs> it, 
and it's it's always you know going to be something that was about five minutes ago <laughs> because you know there's there's um on a good day you know maybe not so much <laughs> as as Tim would say but on a on on a bad day you know when the ego's running amok it, it can be pretty often and so um i can um you know the this this morning would i'll, I'll use that because um i felt uh, some some anxiousness and um i had been literally had been up since two o'clock in the morning and I just, uh, you know, I started thinking about uh, what we were going to talk about today and, um, uh, you know, it, and there was no rest in my mind. It wasn't coming from a restful place. It was coming from a place of conflict. I should be asleep now and I'm not. <laughs> and there's something really wrong here. <laughs> <laughs> and it needs to be fixed <laughs> from that place, you know, forget it. Nothing, you know, nothing is going to come of it. Nothing, nothing that is, um, um, nothing that is uh, shareable, really shareable because it's all form. It's all about form. And what is really being shared here and what we are learning matters is content. And, you know, the content comes from the Holy Spirit. The content comes once we cross over that line and out of out of time and into eternity and we are open to a, to our teacher we're open to the truth we're open to union you know we're, we are we are union it is Christ's mind and so excuse me so what the reason I say, you know, every hour, I'm, I'm probably making that a little extreme, but is, is the t temptation for me to wander into form is huge. <laughs> to wander, you know, into it being about form. And, um, and when I do that, it's like, it's like walking into a cement wall. It's like, you know, it's, it's, it's like walking into um, death. It is death. It is a form of death. It's our belief in death. There is, there's no life there. Life is in the mind and only in the mind. Does it? So, you know, what I'm saying, uh, Emily, is it's one or the other all the time. It's one or the other all the time. 
and, and you know this year with the course what we're doing right now with the course going through the course in a linear way um has done uh, much for me anyway and I, i'm sure i know it has for all of you for us to generalize and really begin to understand oh i get it there's only one problem there's one solution there's one teacher there's only one thing that i need to remember you know and it gets um but like we really really are living into it and beginning to apply it and understand it so um um and we want this this is what we want we want this to be our life we want to be real and we want to be in real relationships and you know when jesus says you know he says you you love to hate and hate to love. Well, <laughs> that's got to end. <laughs> you know, we've got to we've we've got to learn how to love here. You know, and and you know, love in the way that the course is teaching us. Experience our completion. Learn from the Holy Spirit. And, and start healing instead of judging. You know, every, every encounter, opportunity to, to heal. Devoted teachers who share my aim, Jesus says. I need devoted teachers who share my aim of healing the mind. Whose mind needs to be healed? It's only mine that needs to be healed. When it's healed, the world is healed. So only your mind that needs to be healed. So, I mean, Jesus makes us really look at this. So we're not just reading words and then, you know, on to the next thing and on to the next thing that we are really um, taking this in and uh, accepting it as what we're really here for. And, you know, I suspect um, this is not attractive to everybody, <laughs> you know. But what's interesting is nothing is lost and everything is gained nothing is lost. There is no sacrifice in this. Somebody, you know, asked me how much time I spend with the course, reading or preparing and, and um, because, uh, is she here? I don't think she's here. But because uh, she might be, uh, you know, because it seemed like a lot of work. But when that shifts to a relationship with Jesus, where when you pick this up and you read it, it's like Jesus is here talking to you. It's like he's pouring himself into you. And, you know, he's giving us 
a way out of suffering. Let's call it that, you know, a way out of fear. And, you know, as a, as a demonstration of what we truly, truly want. And, of course, we're going to, it, this is going to stir things up, and we're going to get to look at how much we like to hate. How much we love to have an enemy. <laughs> how much we really are looking for something that's wrong instead of something that's right <laughs> or something that needs to be fixed or, you know, uh, yeah, we're going to notice that more, <laughs> not less, more. <sighs> but Stephen, you said it. You said, I want to go home. <laughs> and look what happened. <laughs> you brought it on. <laughs> I'm kidding. You know what I mean, right? You're you're not you're on mute. Uh yeah. I want to go home. Uh, I, I also am absolutely certain that I'm already home. And I'm absolutely certain that none of this ever happened. Uh, it was over before it began. Covered rolled out, rolled back in, tiny ticket time, and that was that. Mm -hmm. But in between that, we're doing this. And as we're doing this, um, there seems to be a lot of pain. There seems to be um, an enormous amount, amount of uh, devastation. And it's in front of us all the time. Uh, you, know, uh, you know, we're having, uh, we're having um, all these challenges right now. It's okay. Just wait. Here comes the next one. It's been that way for thousands of years. It goes back uh, 13 billion years, they say. Uh, this world is not a nice place. Uh, why would I want to stay? Um, I've had I've had one broken heart after the other, after the other, after the other, and there was a point where I said, "I, I got to find out about this God thing. What is the deal here? Why do people treat people the way they treat one another? Why is this world this way? Why am I here? How did that? How does this all work?" And when I got to the course, I said, "Wait a minute." This looks like it might be saying something. I got to page 68 in the text and I called the Foundation for Inner Peace. And I said, it looks like Jesus wrote this book. And I was, I was adamant. I mean, I was kind, but I was adamant. Did Jesus write this book? And he said, some people think so. And so I knew I wasn't going to get an answer. And uh, so I kept reading this book and kept reading this book. Uh, and I realized that uh, it's the truth. Uh, and it tells me what I need to know, but it tells me everything I need to know. Who I am, where I came from, what this is all about, why people are the way they are, why everything is the way it is, uh, why things keep going wrong over and over and over. I, I got all that. So, but it didn't really help that much 
to find all of that out. It's all I wanted to know. Is I just want to know what's this God deal about. And this tells me everything I want to know about that. But when I found it out, I realized, shoot, I'm irrelevant. Oh, shucks. None of this is real. None of the good things that I ever found or looked at or did, none of that makes any difference. It doesn't make any difference if, 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 I, if I have cancer or if I have a hangnail. It's the same thing. None of that made. Uh, so I kept going at it, and I kept going at it, and I got to a point where um, uh, I started asking Jesus for everything, and I started going to the Holy Spirit for everything, and I started seeing all these synchronicities, and I started seeing that uh, uh, even though I'm here, I can be in this world and not of it. What about right this moment? I want to go home. I want, I'm already there. So, uh, you know, it's a... Uh, uh, in the views of the world, in the way things work, there's no way out. I'm serving my time. That's okay with me because I have Jesus and I have these words. These are instructions. They're, they're, guide, they're, they're guidelines. They're, uh, uh, there's love coming through here. Uh, and I can do this uh, because I get evidence on a, on a, on a daily basis um, of, of miracles, of the holy instant. Uh, and, you know, I can be feeling horrible in one moment and then feeling better the next moment. Uh, but as I keep doing this, it gets better and better. Uh, and uh, things that are worse get better and better anyway. And, you, you know, uh, you were asking uh, for an example. Yeah, I, had, I had my tire stolen off of the car with the rims uh, at, at, at where I work, right? And this is one of the, the best of examples for me of what this course can do for you. I saw the car. I saw that the rims were gone. I saw that nice car, best Michelin you can buy. I looked at it and I, I, I said to myself, and it wasn't really me. It came through. It isn't real. I got the money to pay for this. What's the big deal? And I just went, I just went right. It didn't bother me. Everything fell into place, you know, within a very short period. I had brand new rims, I had brand new tires, you know, and, you know, I just smiled right through it. But uh, you know what? Something happened the next day, and it keeps on happening. So uh, where do I want to be? I want to be home. I want to be uh, with God right now. Well, I am. It just doesn't look like it because ego is sharp. Ego is hard-nosed. Ego is going to come at you left and right. Ego is always wrong, always loudest. Uh, you know, uh, but the uh, Holy Spirit is there all the time, too, just waiting in the wings, ready for you to just say one thing. Help me out here, will you, please? Just to turn to him and bite him. You know, I, I got two guys. I've got, I got Holy Spirit and I got Jesus. Jesus walks right beside me. Holy Spirit is up in front of me leads the way. And I go with him uh, wherever he wants to go. Uh, I don't know about reincarnation. I had one of those visions one time. Uh, but I don't want to come back here. Well, why should I? This is ridiculous. <laughs> it's, it, there's, it's just totally ridiculous. There's really nothing happening. Uh, I'm, I'm, glad you, uh, I'm glad you asked. I know I talked a, longer than, a, lot, a little bit longer than I usually do. But, you know, some of us do that sometimes, I guess. Uh, I just, uh, I really love this group, and um, 
I really, uh, I, I really do everything I can to do two things. And, and I, got this, uh, I got this from Holy Spirit and Watnick. Uh, I don't know how anybody does this course without Watnick. Uh, you know, what, what am I going to do for the rest of my life? I'm going to forgive and I'm going to be kind. When? Every time I can. Every encounter. Every moment. But here comes ego. And watch your back. Because ego is genius. And ego is fast. Ego came into being when Son of God was as Son of God. That kind of power, look out. It's a battle. Seems to be a war. But in truth, it was over long ago. Thank you for asking. Hope that Thanks. was okay. Thanks, Stephen. No, that was, that was just fine. That's great. That Thank good. you, Stephen. You know, that's, that's what we mean about uh, sharing, Scott, to your question. What, you know, what is, what is helpful sharing uh, and, and what, you know, what is, what is not? And, uh, you know, when we take it all the way to being uh, a teaching in itself of how, what happens when I change my mind, you know, that, uh, yeah, we get, we get free. Who else would like to share something? Probably. Okay, it's probably out. Yes, it is. All right. I will uh, read a short closing. Um, I'm going to read the last two paragraphs of number four, What is Sin? And it's on page 418. Excuse, yeah, 419, actually. 419 in the workbook. A madman's dreams are frightening, and sin appears indeed to terrify. And yet what sin perceives is but a childish game. The Son of God may play that he has become a body, prey to evil and to guilt, with but a little life that ends in death. But all the while his father shines on him and loves him with an everlasting love, which his pretenses cannot change at all. How long, O holy son of God, will you maintain the game of sin? Shall we not put away these sharp-edged children's toys? How soon will you be ready to come home? Perhaps today there is no sin. 
creation is unchanged. Would you still hold return to heaven back? How long? How long, O holy son of God? How long? Thank you, everyone. Thanks for, for all your good attention. I appreciate it. Um, it never is as I planned it, so <laughs> I should give up trying. But um, anyway, <laughs> I, hope, I hope this was helpful to you. I hope um, that together we're beginning to experience some some real changes and that we are beginning to actually see reality and we can share uh, what that's like for a moment to share reality. And then Stephen says, and yeah, oh, I'm not there right this moment. Oh, yes, I am. <laughs> All we have to do is, is recognize when we're not and we find out right away that we are. We actually are always there. Thank you so much. Have a have a wonderful day. Yeah. Thank you, Lynn. Yeah. Thank, thank, thank you. Thank you, Lynn. Thank you, Lynn. Thank you very much. Yeah. Thank you. Good to see y'all. Yes, indeed. Good to see